Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time to win the big bucks. Only two more obstacles to go, and he could be climbing for a million dollars. And try some delicious dishes along the way. Uh, one number 19, please. <laughs> I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, August 29th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. It was a big night for Taylor Swift at MTV's Video Music Awards, where she won the night's top award, Video of the Year, for the 10-plus minute Taylor's version of All Too Well. That one also took home a Moon Person trophy for Best Long Form Video and Best Direction. By the way, while accepting her Video of the Year honor, Swift also revealed that she'll be dropping a new album on October 21st. Mark your calendars. Elsewhere at the awards, Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X won a trio of trophies, Best Collaboration, Art Direction, and Visual Effects for Industry Baby, while Harlow picked up a fourth for Best Song of Summer for First Class. Harry Styles also picked up three Moon Person trophies, Best Pop and Cinematography, for As It Was and Best Album for Harry's House. Bad Bunny was named Artist of the Year. Billie Eilish won Song of the Year for Happier Than Ever. Duff Cameron was named Best New Artist. You can see the full list of winners and highlights from the awards, including Nicki Minaj's tribute to Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston and the Red Hot Chili Peppers honoring Taylor Hawkins at EW.com. In other news, J.K. Rowling is dispelling rumors about her absence from the Harry Potter reunion special earlier this year. In an interview with Graham Norton, the author said she was asked to be part of it, but, quote, I decided I didn't want to do it. I thought it was about the films more than the books, quite rightly. No one said, don't. I was asked to do it, and I decided not to. As EW previously reported, Rowling was extended an invitation to participate in the special, but her team determined that the archival footage of the author sufficed. Her remarks about the trans community and the controversy surrounding them did not play a part in the team's decision, according to sources close to the situation ahead of the special's premiere in January. The Sandman writer says a certain king once wanted to star as a god in an adaptation of his comic. On a recent episode of the Happy Sad Confused podcast, Gaiman revealed that the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson, wanted to play Morpheus in The Sandman. Have a listen. By 1996, I was being taken to Warner's, where the then president of Warner Brothers sat me down and told me that Michael Jackson had phoned him uh, the day before and asked him if he could star as, as Morpheus and the Sandman. So uh, wow. there was a lot of interest in this, and they knew that it was one of the crown jewels, and what did I think? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> 
Well, that adaptation, of course, never got made, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt was even attached to Star during one phase of its development. Ultimately, Tom Sturridge landed the role, which you can watch on Netflix now. And speaking of Netflix, the streamer has canceled Resident Evil after one season. That cancellation comes a little over a month after the July 14th debut of the horror series, which was set in the same world as the popular video games. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, we are going on a little adventure for today's number three pick, a journey to explore all the beauty nature has to offer on the debut of America's National Parks. The new series from National Geographic gives an up-close and personal look at some of America's lesser-known national parks, like the valley floors of Yosemite to the erupting volcanoes of Hawaii. Narrated by Garth Brooks, the show features breathtaking shots of natural habitats around the country and awe-inspiring footage of wild animals. Here is a clip from tonight's episode, which is all about the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon. A chasm 277 miles long. Even in winter, what appears barren supports life. A female mountain lion shelters from the cold with her eight-month-old daughter. She can't rest for long with an extra mouth to feed. Finding food is tough at the best of times. But a good hunt can provide for a week or more. Elk are their main prey. The canyon limits their escape routes. Every day, is a battle for survival in one of America's grandest national parks. It is truly stunning stuff. You do not want to miss this or the rest of the episodes, all five of which will air consecutively this week. America's National Parks kicks off tonight at 9 on National Geographic. Check out some of LA's most iconic eats on our next pick, the new episode of Bobby and Sophie on the Coast. If you missed the premiere of this new Food Network series last week, we'll get you up to speed. Bobby Flay and his daughter Sophie are exploring all of Los Angeles to find the best savory and sweet treats. Last week, they went to Hollywood and visited the iconic Roosevelt Hotel. This week, they're in downtown trying out Smorgasburg, an open-air food market, as well as a classic Jewish deli, Langer's. Here's a clip from their visit. Sophie knows all the trendy spots, but she also knows her dad appreciates a classic deli. West of downtown LA lies the neighborhood of Westlake, home to one of LA's more sizable parks and the famous Langer's Deli. I love Jewish delis in New York City, so it's cool to kind of find one in LA too. Totally, I love pastrami. 
I feel strongly about delis. Growing up in New York, I have a lot of my favorite Jewish delis, and so to come to LA, I feel lucky to find one. Hey, I'm Norm Langer. Hi, Norm. How you doing? Pleasure to meet you. It's my daughter, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. I'm Sophie. It's so nice to, to meet you. We're so happy to be here, man. I'm Norm Langer, the owner. My dad opened it in 1947. I've been here since 1963. It's about time. Yeah, I know. It is. You're 100 I've looked forward to this for a long time. Really? You kind of hurt my feelings by not showing up. Oh, well, you know, listen, better late than never. It's questionable. We'll talk about it. That's a number 19. Norm's a legend around here, in part due to his famous number 19 pastrami sandwich. Uh, one number 19, please. <laughs> Norm's number 19 has an in-house secret spice rub, and he pays top dollar to source the best cuts of beef belly that he can. Then, he treats the meat until it cuts like butter. You can brine it, you can smoke it, but it's still a tough piece of meat. Unless you break down the tissues, you don't have anything to talk sure. about. This has been in steam for approximately four hours. Ooh. I expect you to watch carefully because I might stick the knife in your hand. No problem. <laughs> Gus, you got game. My first time. Oh, sounds delicious. Well, having been there, I can tell you it really is. Check out the latest episode of Bobby and Sophie on the Coast tonight at 9 on Food Network. It's trivia time. Bobby Flay's name is pretty much synonymous at this point with Food Network. He started on the cable channel in 1995, and he's hosted well more than a dozen shows on it. But which was his first? Grillin' and Chillin', Food Nation, or Hot Off the Grill with Bobby Flay? Stick around for that answer, as well as our number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Today in entertainment history, Elton John released his 22nd studio album, Sleeping with the Past, on August 29th, 1989. The album features Sacrifice and Healing Hands, which together became John's first solo number one single in his home country of the UK. The album eventually went platinum in the US and was his best-selling album of the 1980s. By the way, in case you missed its release on Friday, Elton John has a new single with Britney Spears, the first since the end of her conservatorship. The new song, called Hold Me Closer, features parts of some of John's most iconic songs like Tiny Dancer, The One, and Don't Go Breaking My Heart. We're jumping for joy and climbing and running and competing for it on today's number one pick, the season finale of American Ninja Warrior. It all comes down to this, folks. Competitors who've made it this far to the finals in Las Vegas will have the chance to win a whopping $1 million and be crowned the American Ninja Warrior. 
But they still have a bit of a road ahead of them. They have to make it through the red, white, and blue Patriot Pass ropes, the Chop It Up course, and the ultimate cliffhanger course. Here is a clip of Josh Levin, who has a master's from Harvard and an engineering degree from MIT, giving it all he's got. Levin almost made it to the Olympics for climbing. He's been hanging off real close since he was a kid. He's got this one. Well, when your Olympic dreams don't work out, this is a nice fallback plan. Yeah, I don't know if this is a fallback plan. I don't think you can get a million dollars rock climbing. Well, here it is, the big transfer, a six-foot transfer. Gotta fly here, this is a dynamic move. And watch him use the upper body to absorb it. Yeah, this is his bread and butter. He's got this. Great nice. job. Nice, look at him, come on. You didn't have to do the one-handed hole right there. Come on, Josh Levin. Oh, this show gives me so much stress, but it's so incredible to watch them run this course. Tune in to see who gets the $1 million on the season finale of American Ninja Warrior tonight at 8 on NBC. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. What was Bobby Flay's first show on Food Network? Grillin' and Chillin', Food Nation, or Hot Off the Grill with Bobby Flay? Well, before people were trying to beat Bobby Flay and before he was an Iron Chef, Bobby Flay was Grillin' and Chillin'. The show debuted in 1996 and featured a young Flay with his co-host Jack McDavid cooking up some delicious grilled treats. Besides his many shows on Food Network, by the way, Flay has acted in scripted roles like his guest spot on Entourage, his cameo in the Disney Channel original movie Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, and his voice role in the animated movie Scooby-Doo and the Gourmet Ghost. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.